Mayor Busher, a quorum is present. You know what time it is. Hey, good morning. It is, of course, our council roundup. The Council Roundup with your host, Trent R. Nelson. Welcome back. Of course, last week we covered the committee of the whole meeting. It was a whole bunch of fun with a whole bunch of wonderful information that we went over. Of course, today we are back with our traditional coverage of the traditional city council meetings. And, well... We had lots of stuff packed in to just a little bit less than an hour. And we know that that made many folks happy. We love to take in the information. And as we noted, there was just a ton of the substance all over the place. We had stuff to get to concerning zoning. Of course, the consent agenda. We'll go over those real quick. We'll go over ordinances and resolutions that remained tabled will go over emergency passage. And of course, there's a whole bunch of stuff in between all around. We have individuals speaking at the end, two of which you heard last week, one of which you have not, all of which you will hear this week in their own words. So let's get to it. Of course, a quorum was confirmed. Everything was begun. All good. DOC.023-042 through 045 were all zoning ordinances under consideration. All were passed unanimously. 042 was for Ward 8. 043 was concerning Ward 3, 02344 was concerning Ward 8, and 045 was concerning Ward 7, while 042 and 044 concerned restaurants, food and alcohol, and the like. 043 and 045 had more to do with innovations on a property in Ward 3, at 3205 Clear Lake Avenue, while 045 had to do with variances to regional planning rules. We might clarify that as questions concerning subdivision. Again, all four were passed. That's how we got things boogieing this Tuesday evening. We moved then swiftly towards the treasurer's report for the month of November... And we saw that nearly two million more was taken in than spent during the month of November. Hence, a bit more money was logged for that period. Some other reports and discussions were had. Niharal, the chief accountant for the city, spoke to introduce Auditor Brad Porter of Lauderback and Amon LLP who spoke about overseeing the financial statement and audit processes. He then went on to explain and highlight that the city received 
the Certificate of Achievement Award for Excellence in Financial Reporting from the federal government. And, of course, went into the nitty-gritty details concerning the auditing process. Questions were asked. Discussions were briefly had. Now, the next greater topic well, it has to be the consent agenda. We went over it last week, or what we suspected would be on it this week. So we will go over that again. 2023-573 through 2023-581 all made the cut. We will go in order. 573 was an ordinance accepting and authorizing the execution of contract UE24-10-62 with the Central Stone Company in an amount not to exceed $5.1 million for the purchase and delivery of limestone for the Dolman Power Plant Scrubber. For the Office of Public Utilities. Simple maintenance resources necessary to maintain our Dalman power plant. And so this is very run-of-the-mill. Boom. Done. On the consent agenda. All of these were passed. 574 is an ordinance accepting bids and authorizing contract UE24-10-68 for a fuel delivery truck for electric T&D with Wurtz Welding and tank service in an amount not to exceed $285,260. Also for the Office of Public Utilities. This, as we discussed last week, is the price and cost of running a city, folks. City needs the equipment to function. This being a piece of equipment necessary for our functioning. We can complain about the price, perhaps, but unless we have a cheaper and equally efficient Model or offer, $285,260 is not a bad deal. 575 is an ordinance annexing the former Union Pacific Railroad property, bringing it on to Springfield. 576 is a resolution notifying the state of Illinois Department of Transportation that an additional $470,650 worth of motor fuel tax funds may now be spent for the maintenance of streets and highways under the Illinois Highway Code for the calendar year of 2024, also by the Office of Public Works. 577 is an ordinance to increase the number of Class D liquor licenses by one for Los Rancheros of Litchfield Incorporated, operating in the community as the Taco Joint, located at 710 South Grand Avenue East. If you... Pay attention to our business in the 217 discussions with Michelle Ownby. You will know that Taco Joint opened not too long ago and that the community, well, they think it's mighty tasty. Simply moving from down the street to its new location, you can find the same great food for the same great Price. 578 is an ordinance authorizing a decrease in the number of Class D liquor licenses and an increase in the number of Class I liquor licenses by one for Arlington LLC, operating as Arlington's LLC, located at 210 Broadway. 579 is an ordinance to declare 579 is an ordinance to decrease the number of Class AA liquor licenses by one for RSP Entertainment Corporation, operating as Sportsman's Lounge, located at 229 West Mason Street. We reported previously on WMAY, the Sportsman's Lounge closing. It is a somewhat historical building, somewhat historical spot, and 
Those who have long enjoyed Springfield will remember it fondly. Nothing gold can say, as a famous poet once wrote. It was also in a book, if I remember properly. 2023-580 is an ordinance authorizing a decrease in the number of Class B liquor licenses by one for Bond Drug Company of Illinois, LLC. Operating as Walgreens, located at 310 South 5th Street. This, of course, is referring to the Walgreens on South 5th Street, which is, in fact, no longer a Walgreens, but an empty building. That means that that part of Springfield no longer has equitable access to such pharmacies as Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, etc. Make and consider that what you will. 2023-581 is an ordinance authorizing additional payment of $50,000 for a total not to exceed $100,000 to Clark Bayard Smith LLP for their contractual services concerning labor relations attorney for the Office of Corporation Counsel. Again, we went over that last week. Corporation Counsel and the city hired the services of this firm, of which functions to help the city negotiate with labor unions. Again, this is all reasonable, normal business. And that is the long and short of it. That is the consent agenda. All of those items were passed together. No Big deal. Now, as we move to tabled ordinances and or those that remain in committee, we have two items of which are being sorted out. One is concerning our grapple truck, of which we have discussed numerous times on this program. Well, we have some solutions, some answers. And of course, the other one is concerning appropriations to pay for the costs associated with the Legacy Sports Park Redevelopment Agreement, which many people know as what will be the future Shields Sports Park at Legacy Point. And we've spoken about this on our Council Roundup programs before. We've spoken to Springfield Segment Growth Alliance head Ryan McCready concerning this. We even just recently spoke to Michelle Ownby, publisher of the Illinois Times and Springfield Business Journal, regarding what was holding this up in so many ways. And from what we understand, the city council simply was concerned that the private funding portion behind this Legacy Point innovation was not still or had not been concretely and stably agreed to, they did not want to start giving the city's funds without being completely sure that the funding on the Shields end was in place and good to go. From what Ryan McCready has said, Michelle Owenby and the Illinois Times, everything is in fact good to go. Hence, after some discussion, after some debate between older people, it got Passed. That means nearly $5 million, $4.64 million approximately, will be headed towards the developers now that the council is satisfied, as far as it needs to be, that the private financing is secure. And so what does that mean? It means that 
shields will continue means that all of that which has gone into this endeavor will not be in vain. It means that in the future, Springfield will be a location where individuals across the Sangamon and Central Illinois area come to work on their craft, to be outdoors, to play sports. Big, big deal. And the grapple truck... Well, the grapple truck is coming to Springfield 2023-443, much like 2023-537, had been languishing, tabled, and in committee. Now each has been passed. 2023-443 was an ordinance authorizing the purchase of a used grapple truck from very selected vendors or a comparable vendor for an amount not to exceed $290,000. Ward 9 Alderman Jim Donnellan requested and introduced an amendment to specify the value of $303,910 instead of the previous less expensive amount. Alderman Gregory asked for an estimated time frame for when the truck would be delivered. The response that he received was that the vehicle would be received by the end of this fiscal year. No further discussion was needed at that point. Alderman Gregory was then satisfied. No further discussion was needed. And the city will soon be likely in the possession of a new used grapple truck. Happy days. Well, they're here again. Now, as for emergency passage, we keep boogieing right along here on Council Roundup with your host, Trent R. Nelson. We have 2023-595 and 2023-596. What is this? What are they all for? Well, we'll tell you. 595, the first concerning the unanimously passed items on the emergency passage list is an ordinance authorizing and approving the purchase of SCADA EMS systems upgrades and configuration services with Open Systems International Incorporated in an amount not to exceed $214,500 for the Office of Public Utilities for emergency passage because, as was clarified to Alderman Red Path, the SCADA systems was originally a result of a bid from several years ago, but those systems must now be upgraded to maintain their compliance with certain state Rules. It had no direct relation to Dalman number four circumstances necessarily. It is, in fact, a system for controlling the power grid. Hence, as it was necessary for compliance, was brought up on the emergency passage list. It, as I noted, passed unanimously. Now, 596 is an ordinance regarding the Illinois Paid Leave for All Workers Act for the city of Springfield, of which we discussed last time as well. This was also unanimously passed. And it must be once again noted that as this amendment keeps the city in compliance concerning a state law and not a local innovation, the city has no means of postponing any of the effective dates for when the rules associated with 2023-596 concerning the Illinois Paid Leave for All Workers Act begins. 
becomes necessary for all of those institutions to abide by. And just like that, we are done with ordinances taken out of committee, as well as those on the emergency passage list. When the mayor asked for any unfinished business, she received none. She reminded everyone that since the city is set to be closed on Monday and Tuesday, the final committee of the whole meeting will take place next Wednesday. Alderwoman Lakeisha Purchase wished all of her colleagues and everyone in the city of Springfield a Merry Christmas and announced that, quote, this is our last week of the holiday walks and you can go downtown and shop local with all of our businesses from 4 to 8 p.m. And on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., we encourage you to go and visit Santa and the Lincolns at the Visitor Center. You can do ice skating, see the Nutcracker, and music, etc. And you can visit the Downtown Springfield Incorporate website for more information. And of course, now we have come to, well, it is one of our favorite parts of each council. When we have citizens who request to speak, last week we heard from a message James Johnson with very powerful words. We heard from Alice Ramey, also with much to say concerning policing. The topics last week were mostly concerning the shooting that occurred involving the police, involving the county juvenile center, and the death that resulted. And those two individuals, Mr. James and and Madame Ramey, they came back this week to, to talk more. They had more to say. And we, as well as the rest of the city council and anyone who was there, we were all all ears, as we were also for Director of Community Relations, Ethan Posey. Why don't we hear straight from them before we finish, well, before we finish what will be our final council roundup of the year. The next item would be citizens who have signed up to address the council, James Johnson. Good evening. Good evening. Since everybody in the Christmas spirit, I'm going to try to be in the Christmas spirit too. So, uh, let me start with the mayor. I, I, I just want to say my Patriots beat the Steelers. That all, that's all that matters this year. Dude, it was coming. <laughs> that's all that matters. We don't win another game. We beat you guys. <laughs> and now I'm going to exclude. See, you're wearing three pieces of Patriots gear tonight, too. Yeah, just for you. <laughs> <laughs> so my other thing is some of this stuff that I'm going to say I'm going to exclude your administration because you're new unless they've been here with previous administrations then they can be involved but I'm going to do something different this, I'm going to read a quote and since we have a bunch of scholars around here I'm going to see who, who knows what this is and this is going to explain why I do what I do <clears throat> Our, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. And the first thing I'm going to bring up is for the past six months, I pay attention even when I'm not here. And here lately, I've just been coming back because I feel the need I have to speak. Uh, 
A lot of people don't come up here and speak that really want to, but they feel intimidated by coming up here. Some feel scared to come up here and say. Then some have to worry about their jobs. So you're not going to get a lot of people because of those reasons. But believe me, some of this stuff, you know, a lot of people feel the same way. A lot of our community is just watching, Mayor, to see what you're going to do. I've heard that a lot. We're just watching to see. So that's why I'm excluding you from a lot. Um, the homeless situation. I've said it before. And I think somebody said it around this horseshoe. I think the police department said it. And I said it. It's going to continue to grow and be a problem. One, I think somebody said uh, police departments are bringing people and dropping them off and leaving. It's true. Another thing I know for a fact is the corrections departments. And I don't know how far in the city or in the state, but they put people on buses to come to Springfield. When they're released, they give them a free pass to the train or bus to come here. So the arguments and the fight about where all these people coming from, just start looking deep. It's, that's why. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because we're the capital. But that's one of the things that I wanted to touch on. Uh, CWLP. I'm just going, I'm going... I'm going to give you a bag of coal for Christmas right now, and I'm going to skip. We're going to deal with them later in the new year. Lastly, but not least. They can burn the coal. <laughs> that's what we're trying not to do. <laughs> See, uh, SPD. I want to say this, because last time I was up here, and I don't know, it ain't even been a week, and we find a, a dead body. I want the chief to know that is a murder. And paying attention and listening to the investigation and what goes on with that. And when the state police comes out with the other cases, then I'm going to come back to the PD and I'm going to drop some more information. Because I need everybody around this horseshoe to understand that just like that argument up here not too long ago as I walked in. See, there's rules for one side, then there's rules for another side. And nobody really wants to recognize that. And I don't know, I guess that gorilla in the room, nobody wants to point it out. But I'm going to point it out because... Some of our people, we get treated this way. Some get treated the other way. Because that whole money thing with people coming here to build, there's somebody who came way before you guys came around here. And the loops they had to go through to want to start a sports complex. You can best believe for the police department. Yeah, training. Yeah. It's not always fit for us. So there's training and how they handle us, and then there's training how they handle other people. And I will, when the state police finish, 
I'm coming right back here and I'm gonna I'm gonna shed some light on some stuff that's probably not gonna be good so you guys have a Merry Christmas thank you for listening Merry Christmas Merry Mr. Christmas. Johnson next person signed up to speak is Alice Ramey One, the lights went out on my friend's uh, uh, electric, and they found out it was a tree, and they took care of it very fast. You still haven't taken care of the garbage that I told you about, but that's all right. I understand you're busy, and it's cold out there, and you don't want to shiver. But I do have a problem with the house at Poplar Place. Not Poplar Place, Poplar Place, but Poplar Street. Every, he has loaded his truck, or his thing that you haul behind there, full of trash. And when it was windy the other day, and, this, and most of the day, I got most of it in my yard <laughs> for some reason, okay? I have told him to put something over the top of it, even though it's sitting in the yard. Also, I want you to know that the fire department came out about a week and a half ago, which I didn't talk about, and put out a fire that they started and did a very good job, and I want to thank you. And the police department did the same thing. They took care of the problem, too. So all of you have a Merry Christmas. Take care of yourself, and don't drink too much, and don't follow behind a lady that doesn't know how to stop or back up. I had that problem, okay? It took me nine, three months to get my car back. But I want all of you to be happy and have a beautiful, beautiful time with your family and all the memories that you can put together. And God bless you all, including you. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Is there anyone else that chooses to address the council? <laughs> Director Posey wants to come address the council. Hello, Officer Newman. How are you? Good. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. I asked Officer Newman to come up here with me. Uh, first, I want to start off by commending Alderman Gregory. Um, he's got a lot of calls and a lot of messages recently about some members of our unhoused population. I know the community does not like to see people down on their luck or out on the street in the cold and in the rain. And I just want to say that Alderman Gregory has done an exemplary job of making sure that he has continued to notify us whenever he gets these calls and these messages. I also want to say that Officer Newman and Shannon Allen do a phenomenal job Absolutely. interacting with our unhoused population. And I feel like they don't always get the credit that they deserve for being caring and working with the people that we have in Springfield that not everybody wants to work with and take the time to speak to. What I came here to do was actually speak more to the public and to our community here in Springfield. I understand in a lot of situations we feel like when we have more and someone has none, by giving what we have immediately to them, that we are helping. Unfortunately, in a lot of these situations, we're enabling members of our unhoused community to continue the behaviors that they're exhibiting that people are complaining about. And I would ask us to rethink our perspective on what is helping and giving aid. From a short-term view to a long-term view. If we want members of our unhoused population to change their behaviors, we have to change the behaviors that we use to interact with them. 
it's hard to tell someone who's sleeping on the street that they need to move and go to a shelter when they've been provided 10 different blankets and they have three or four different meals that are underneath their blanket and there's nothing that they can get from a shelter they feel like that they need that they don't already have because it's been provided freely to them. And then we turn around and we complain to our members of city council or we complain to different agencies that people haven't moved and they're still in the same spot. I would I would implore the people of the public instead of just giving food or giving clothes or giving blankets to look into the multitude of organizations we have here in Springfield that help our unhoused community, the Heartland Housed and Continuum of Care, the Helping Hands, the Fifth Street Renaissance, the Washington Mission, the St. John's Breadline, and encourage them to utilize these services. The more we provide what we think are appropriate services as members of the community to our unhoused population, the less incentive they have to actually use the services of the qualified professionals who have dedicated their lives to assisting these members of the community. Now, I, I don't want people to stop sending messages to their city council member or, you know, or giving calls when they see things they feel are not right. And if one of these members of the community is doing something that's breaking the law or infringing upon the right or on someone else's rights, I know the SPD will not stand for that. They don't stand for it when anyone infringes on someone else's rights. However, if someone is simply living and existing, they're on a sidewalk, they're on a street corner, although it hurts my heart morally to see it, if they are not breaking a law, we cannot ask our SPD officers to infringe upon their constitutional rights and forcibly move them from where they are. And I know for the public it's frustrating because it hurts to see someone who does not have and seems to be going without. But in order to incentivize people to change their behaviors, we must change the way that we interact with them. We need to give more tough love than the open arm hugs and cares that we've been giving. And I'm not saying that everyone in the community does that. I'm not saying that that causes homelessness. I'm saying it's making it more difficult to get people to utilize the services that we have. So this is me speaking from a community relations perspective to our community to try and adjust their perspective on what it is to help, on what it is to assist. A lot of people are, are very deep in their faith, and it says, when you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. When you teach a man a fish, he can eat for a lifetime. We're doing a lot of giving people fish and then wonder why they sit along the banks of the river with their hands out, rather than encouraging them to learn to use a fishing pole, and then they're self-sufficient, and as they're sitting on those banks, they're fishing and feeding themselves. It's a different perspective, but it's still helping, and I would implore our community to change our perspective on what it is to help those members of our community. Thank you. Officer Amen, do you have anything you want to add? <laughs> I mean, any members of the council have any discussion? All right. Well, with that being said, I guess the chair will entertain a motion for adjournment. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor say aye. Aye. All those opposed, nay. The motion carries. And with that, not only did we find ourselves at the end of 
the citizens' remarks. But we find ourselves at the end of the city council as well. Which means, and yes, you know that sound. Well, it means that our council roundup is also over. The final council roundup of 2023, right before 2024 begins. And we have had absolutely a fantastic time with all of our listeners going through Springfield City Council each week, the committee of the whole meetings, the traditional Springfield City Council meetings. We've had a blast. We hope that you have as well. We hope that you continue with us into the new year as we continue to dig through what is going on across the city of Springfield. For Trent R. Nelson here at the Council Roundup, we hope that you and yours have a wonderful holiday season. We'll catch you in the new year. Stay yearning for the learning and keep your eyes and ears open to what is cooking. Speak to you soon.